Welcome to Brazen Education with Educator Barnes, a podcast with a focus on speaking your truth, being transparent to help others, and having no shame about it. Because we can't move forward until the truth is known. Hey, Educator Barnes here, and welcome back. Today's episode is called Joy Journaling as a Form of Self-Care. If you know a little bit about me, you know that I am a writer for the Educator's Room, and I'm also one of their editors. And one thing that the Educator's Room is big about is teacher self-care. We have a conference that is coming up in Atlanta, Georgia on June 21st through 22nd, and I will actually be presenting at that conference. The topic I'm talking about is mental health um, for teachers of color. I've actually talked about mental health a little bit. My topic's been a little different each time, but this time we're narrowing in on teachers of color because um, there's been a lot of teachers of color that have waited after my presentations to ask me particular uh, questions. And so after seeing that, when I talked to um, Fran, the CEO, we talked about kind of narrowing in on that topic. And self-care is super important. And right now it almost seems like it's a buzzword, but when you think about the way life is going and how we're overworked and if you're in a relationship both uh, people are working there's just really no downtime you just feel like it's go 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 you got the schedule you got to do all these things but the nice thing about teachers is we do have breaks throughout the school year and a lot of times people kind of push back on us to say you know I don't understand why you guys are stressed why you need to talk about all this self-care but we don't work 40 hour weeks any teacher that is doing that, it's, it's, it's really hard to even confine our work into a typical week. So we're working longer hours, we're working on the weekend, so these breaks are needed. But the problem is many educators, myself included, we don't take care of ourselves. Instead of taking a break during the break, we just use it as an opportunity to do more work and cram more stuff into our schedule instead of taking care of ourselves. And one of the things I regret when I first had my twin boys is that I felt like I really missed the first two years of our lives. And it took my husband confronting me one day. and He's like, I can't keep doing this anymore. And I'm like, you can't keep doing what? And what he was saying to me and look uh, like my my husband, he is a dope guy. Um, (laughs) He's like, I'm doing so much with our boys and you're just always doing stuff for your school. Like this isn't working for us. And my husband was right. I was teaching middle school English at the time. I'm grading after school. I'm playing projects over my breaks. And so my husband, I'm, you know, at the, uh, when I first had my boys, I'm nursing. So I'm pumping milk. My husband's getting the bottles. My husband was getting our boys up in the middle of the night. My husband was changing diapers. So like, and we're talking about two babies. <laughs> And my husband is a database administrator, so he works, depending on the week, anywhere from 60 to 80 hours. And so it that just wasn't working for us. So we really had to rethink, you know, our parenting, our uh, together, and us taking care of ourselves because putting so much burden on my husband because I was spending so much of my time worrying about other people's kids instead of my own kids. I said, you know what? I'm glad you confronted me. Look, it wasn't like happy like when he first said, I was like, what, what you mean? You can't keep doing this. But when, you know, your spouse starts bringing you the evidence, <laughs> I ain't no point of arguing because he, he was right. And so I say all that to say this. I wrapped up my 13th year as an educator 
And not only do I write for the educators room, I write for a publication called NDK 12. Sometimes my work is cross posted in education posts. I've written some original pieces for the 74. And the reason I'm mentioning all this, I talk a lot about racism, equity, kids of color. And these are difficult, heavy topics and I get pushed back. I've been called un-American. I've uh, been called too critical. I've been called race baiting. I mean, people attack me. They send me nasty messages sometimes. And granted, I have a, a, people that follow me. They're like, thank you, Shantae. They're putting up the black fist. You know, they're saying, yeah, we need more of this. I have uh, people from different backgrounds who support my work. But some days I'm just so overwhelmed and weighed down by that. And then I'm also an educator and there's so much to do. And so I say, you know what, Shantae, you need to take care of yourself. You need to think about the things that are bringing you joy. And I'm like, you know what? For June, I'm going to do a joy journal. So essentially, I have been writing this down. I have tons of notebooks. And I don't know if I want to say, unfortunately, unfortunately, one of my sons, my husband laughs at this. He has tons of like random notebooks everywhere. And he's like, between the two of you, all these notebooks you guys have, like I probably uh, have like 10. My son probably has 10. So we have 20 notebooks and we always are losing our notebooks. But anyway, in one of these notebooks that I currently know the location of, I've been writing down just the things that bring me joy. And it's actually been making me feel really good. And sometimes with when people are being critical of what you're doing or when life is tough, because look, life is life. There's going to be stressors. I'm like, I want to think about something positive, something that brought me joy every single day. And what may bring me joy may not necessarily bring you joy. But I want to talk to you guys about some of the items I have shared. And if you follow me on Twitter, uh, my handle is Educator Barnes. You will see um, that I posted a picture of myself. It's actually a pretty cool picture. Uh, my husband and I were invited to a rooftop party uh, for this gardening event. Um, I have another Twitter handle called um, Gardener Shakol, and that Shakol is spelled S-H-I-C-O-L-E. It's my middle name. And I, I'm a very strong advocate, not only for education, but for urban gardening and growing your own food. So that's like a whole other thing I write about. But I was invited to this party and I was just sitting up there and I took a picture of myself because I was just thinking like, hey, this is so awesome. Crossed off rooftop party off my bucket list. I've never been invited to the roof to do a party before, um, to attend a party before because I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm a nerd. I'll, I'll admit that. So I'm like, oh, I'm cool enough to get invited to the rooftop. So <laughs> but I took this picture of myself just thinking like, wow, this is awesome. This is great. It was a date night for my husband and I, my uh, mother in love. I don't like to say mother-in-law. Uh, she had our boys and it was just some time for us. So I used that as the picture to start the post and then for each day of june i just listed some things that brought me joy or brought me happiness so i'll start off with what i said on june the first on june the first i pointed out that was my first full day of summer break my school year ended on friday may the 31st actually the students last day was thursday may 30th and then the staff came back you know that end of the year teacher checklist, you know, you got stuff you're trying to get done and a person that's going to be looking at this stuff is nowhere to be found. You're like, I am ready to go. Um, I was I was probably ready to go when I showed up because I'm because look, veteran educator here. If you're a veteran educator, you already know you got everything on your checklist done. You just need a person to look at your list and sign sign their name or you sign whatever you had to sign so you can roll out. You already done. So I was just sitting there for that. Um, so June the 1st, I started my first full day of summer. And then I met, um, I attended a summer party 
and I met my good friend's first child. And this is what's super important. My uh, my second year of education, I met um, an art teacher, and she is my very, very good friend. And the thing I'll tell you about her, I had a, I've talked about my infertility journey. And so when I unexpectedly wouldn't um, had to have my voice delivered um, 10 weeks early, the first person that was not a relative to come see my boys with this friend. And she came to see them the next day. And this was like unexpected, you know, during the week and there she was. And that really touched me a lot because I told a lot of people and people were like, well, I can't come. And you know, some people never came to see me. And I was on bed rest um, for eight months at home for eight uh, weeks in the hospital before I had my boys and then six days after I had them. And so when I called her, bam, next day she was there. So, you know, she's married now and she had her first um, kid. And I was just so excited to be able to finally meet her daughter. And I wanted to see her earlier, um, but I was have been sick and I still have a little bit of a cough. And so I'm like, you know, I'm not going to see anybody's new baby and I'm sick. That's I definitely know. So it just brought me a lot of joy just to be able to finally meet her daughter. And they were having a party because her husband turned the big 4-0. So it was just a great way to kick off summer. My boys were there. They got to play with other children. So it was just great. And so I was like, man, even though everything wasn't perfect that day, I had everything to do, I wanted to focus on the joy. June 2nd, I went to Holiday World, Indiana, in um, so, uh, Holiday World in Santa Claus, Indiana. If you're not from Indiana, the first thing you need to know is that Holiday World has always been rated for, I don't know how long, as like one of the cleanest amusement parks. So that's the first thing, because if you know anything about going to an amusement park, you know, sometimes those bathrooms, you can smell them before you even get close to them. That's not how it is at Holiday World. There's free soft drinks. Um, sunscreen is free. And it's Holiday World. And so if you haven't caught on, there's different holidays. <laughs> so you have like Christmas. Um, there's Santa Claus there. There's fudge. And I got fudge. And it was awesome. Um, there's Halloween. Thanksgiving. I hope I'm not missing a holiday. And then the other side is Splashing Safari, where it's a water park. So I went there with my mom, my two sisters, um, my sister's two daughters, and my husband. And we were just there for um, Sunday over until Monday. It was just great because we hadn't been since my kids were like, it's still in pull-ups. Because <laughs> we went a couple of years when they were in pull-ups. And I was just like, why? Why did I do this to myself? I got a a a a, a wagon. I got two diaper bags because I had two boys. Um, I have all these towels. I got all these pull-ups. You know, you gotta have toys, and then they get tired, and you gotta carry them. I was like, I was like, hell no, you're not coming back <laughs> until you are self-sufficient, until you are potty trained, until you can put on your own swimsuit, take off your own swimsuit, go in the water. But I'm not like fearing to death that you're going to fall over and drown in like two inches of water like that was just too much stress so to go back um and the other thing i did is i wore a two-piece uh bathing suit and um this is actually a bathing suit i had like when i first met my husband you know because you dated and everything i got married trying to be cute or whatever but you know i had kids now luckily i have no stretch marks on my stomach and uh as some people know i do have a belly button piercing which is very surprising to a lot of people they're like oh my gosh she has a belly button pierce um um because my parents are very conservative um uh, actually i did this on my 19th birthday and my mom was just really upset about it because 
you know, my uh, body is a temple. I violated the temple. Why would you do that to yourself? She was unhappy. She told my dad about it, which, which was interesting. Uh, my dad didn't actually really have a reaction to it. He was just kind of like, she's an adult now. Um, you know, hopefully you thought this through. Um, and my dad has a go-to. So I'm, so to me, I'm like, you, you can't judge me here, even if you wanted to. But he didn't. Um, so I had this, but I was with my mom. And my mom says to me, she says, um, what happened to that orange swimsuit? Now, this orange swimsuit was a swimsuit I had back in high school, y'all. Like, um, our church would always go on trips every summer to the amusement park. So that was like the church-approved bathing suit. I'm like, Mom, I am 35 years old. You are seriously asking about a swimsuit I wore in high school? And I graduated from high school when I was 17. So this is like 14 to 17. I'm like, really? But see, um, what she was really trying to say without saying is, you're wearing that out in public. So... <laughs> I'm like, um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, mom, that, that's been gone. <laughs> so the next day on, um, June 3rd, it was my sister, my youngest sister's birthday. So that was pretty exciting. And then I found out that both of my boys were going to be given tennis scholarships. They signed up for a tennis class. Um, I didn't think much about it because my boys, they love to read. And I know you're probably like, what, what was the bad thing about this? They love to read to the point where they don't want to go outside sometimes unless they're going with me into the garden. So my husband and I are like, we have to get them into a sport so they will go outside and be active. So we just signed them up for the tennis class. But um, they reached out to us and said, hey, we want to give your boys a scholarship to do camp this summer. So they got a scholarship. So I was like, wow, because I was, I, we were just going to do the class. You know, we wanted them to get active. We really didn't think about camp because we had already signed them up for a couple of camps. Um, but they actually worked around our other camp schedule, so it all worked out. June 4th, um, my sons do love to read, so they've been super excited about the summer reading program. They've been reading, 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 so we really got to get back to the library. I hope to go tomorrow so we can turn in our books and get our cars punched and get points. And then I took my boys to the YMCA for the uh, most of the day, just had a little me time, and I really needed some me time. The next day, I uh, presented about um, my topic was a conversation about cultural responsiveness at the STEM connection. And I really love presenting. Um, I do it here or there when I'm asked. And I really like talking about this topic. And sometimes this is a difficult topic to talk about, but the audience was really receptive. I'm always ready for people not to be receptive. So I always have all the things I'll say to kind of bring you in. But that wasn't the case this time. And on this day, I got free vegetables. I love to grow my own food, but I love to get free vegetables like they were just picked from another garden. So that was just awesome. June 6th, um, a school reached out to me and offered me a job. I didn't actually apply to this job. Um, I declined the offer because it wasn't a job I was interested in, but it was just nice for someone to reach out to say, hey, we think you're talented. We would love you to come to our school. It just wasn't the right uh, role for me. And... My, I got my kids to go through their toys and get rid of like, I don't know, a little over a third of them. And like some of these toys, I mean, we passed this for two or three. And if you're a parent, you know how, I don't know, I try to choose my battles. Maybe, maybe I should just crack down me like we're taking this stuff out or just take it out. But you know what? I, I, I'm trying to get my kids to be uh, motivated um, <laughs> intrinsically. To be like, you know, I'm not using this anymore. We should get rid of this. We should give it to someone else who may need a toy. So this time was the time where we were the most successful, where my kids were like, we're not even playing with this stuff. I forgot I had this. And we got a big pile. 
on um, June 7th, my husband came home and was like, I don't want you to cook tonight. We're going out for dinner. And I actually love to cook. But it is also nice when you love to cook to go out. And then um, uh, my gardening website um, uses Wix. And with this new Wix app, they actually updated the app. It actually tells you uh, when people get onto the website and where they're from. And so it's just been cool to see like someone from Philadelphia was on there, someone from San Antonio, and even someone from Singapore. And it's been different places. Because most of the time I get it, it's like Indy, you know, Noblesville, Fishers. And for those of you that are not in Indiana, those are like suburbs of Indy. So it's just like in Indiana people. So it was just nice to see, hey, you know, some people in different states, even in different countries, is looking about looking at what I'm talking about with gardening. And then yesterday, speaking of my gardening website, I do a lot of other writing. So sometimes I don't get back to my personal education site or my gardening site. So I actually wrote another blog post. It's super late because it's about Memorial Day and what we made. Um, so that should have came out like either on Memorial Day or the day after, but at least it's up now. And I updated some of my pages. I got some a couple videos we did for 2019 on my website. I finally got up because typically when I start the next garden, um, so the 2019 garden, I put up a page to say this is a big reflection of 2018 um, or the year before. So I talk about, you know, the things where we grew, um, plants that we dropped, new things that we try to grow, things that were successful, things that we struggle with. And then um, since my boys are older now, I ask them for a reflection that I add to the site. And then I put pictures up there because, yes, you can go back through my blog and read all the blog posts I wrote for that year. But I like to have a one stop shop page. So if you're new to my site, you can say, hey, you actually can look at my garden back up for I think the last eight or nine years to see what I've done. So I'm, I'm really serious about this. So. If you listen to what I've said, it hasn't been nothing, you know, over the top. It's not like, oh, I want a million dollars. It's just about seeing the joy in each day. And it's really been a nice way to kind of take care of myself because sometimes we get so bogged down with the negative in life. And I just wanted to take the time during June just to say, hey, stop for a moment. What's been great today? What's brought me joy? And to focus on that. And I hope when June is over, now, this is something that will just kind of more naturally come to my mind. So when those negative thoughts start to come in, I can say, hey, yeah, this sucks right now. But hey, this happened today. Hey, my 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 twin sons aren't fighting right now because if you have kids close in age or are two minutes apart, sometimes they are the best of friends. And then sometimes they are just at it. So, you know, when those times when they are just at it and getting at each other's throats and it's poking each other at the right spot and getting on each other's nerves, I can be like, you know what? But at least their room is clean today. <laughs> I got find something positive um, to think about. So hopefully um, this joy journal will be something that you would consider doing. And yes, I started at the first day of June with this. But heck, you can start right now. You don't have to start at the beginning of the month. Sometimes people feel like they got to start at the beginning of the week, beginning of the month, beginning of something. Just start now. Or if you just have to start July 1st, you can have a July joy journal. But this is a way to take care of yourself. And I think during the summertime, teachers really need to take time to take care of themselves because you can't take care of someone else if you're not taking care of yourself. If you want more information about the teacher self-care conference that is happening really soon in Atlanta, Georgia, just hop onto the teacher self-care um, website 
and um, you can get more information. If you can't come to Atlanta, there are many self-care conferences. Um, I presented at the mini self-care conference back in October 2018 in Chicago. Um, so there's different ones that you can attend if you can't attend our big one. The big annual conference is always in Atlanta, but the other conferences are in different places across the United States. So hopefully this has been helpful and until next week.